Hey there, Richard. Hope you're ready to tackle whatever today has in store for you. Absolutely, especially with that classic San Francisco weather. Highs of 55 degrees and scattered clouds to kick things off, then dipping into the low 50s with some light rain by evening. Sounds like a day for a warm cup of coffee and the latest news to keep you company. At Apple's annual shareholders meeting, CEO Tim Cook unveiled plans for significant advancements in Gen AI this year. It seems the tech giant is shifting gears, pouring resources from its long-term electric vehicle project into Gen AI initiatives. I'm Steve Onsker. And I'm Jonathan Martin. You're listening to The Daily Scoop from PocketPod News. Across the Pacific, Taiwan's president, Lai Ching-te, is setting his sights on an unprecedented third term. With China's influence looming large, Lai aims to bolster Taiwan's startup ecosystem amidst challenges like funding and regulatory hurdles. Speaking of innovation, Klarna's CEO, Sebastian Siemiatkowski, is in the spotlight for their new AI-powered chatbot, which handled a whopping 66% of customer support inquiries in just four weeks. Amidst layoffs and concerns about AI's impact on jobs, it's clear we're navigating new territory. From Silicon Valley to Taiwan and the evolving landscape of AI and customer service, it's a world brimming with innovation and challenge. Stay with us as we dive deep into these stories and what they mean for our global society. This message is brought to you by PocketPod. Say goodbye to one-size-fits-all podcasts and hello to a fully personalized listening experience with AI-crafted podcast made just for you. Head over to PocketPod.app to join the waitlist. Big news from Cupertino this week. Apple's CEO Tim Cook has made a bold statement about the company's future. That's right. Amid reports of Apple putting the brakes on a major electric vehicle project, Cook announced that the tech giant is setting its sights on significant advancements in general artificial intelligence, or Gen AI, this year. It seems like a strategic pivot for Apple, which has been comparatively slow in adopting Gen AI technologies. But now, they're not just catching up. They're aiming to lead by integrating Gen AI across various applications and even contributing to research with open source models. And it's not just about software. There are rumors of hardware upgrades, too, with the upcoming iPhone models expected to feature enhanced AI processing capabilities. To help us unpack what all this means for Apple and the tech industry at large, PocketPod News technology analyst Paige Owens will be joining us. Paige, how significant are these announcements from Apple and what could they mean for consumers and developers alike? Well, Jonathan, these announcements are quite substantial, signaling a major strategic pivot for Apple towards general artificial intelligence or Gen AI. Tim Cook's announcement at the annual shareholders meeting that Apple plans to break new ground in Gen AI this year reveals not just an intention to catch up with competitors, but to lead in this rapidly evolving field. For consumers, this could mean more intuitive and seamless interactions with their devices across the board from Siri to iOS features and beyond. For developers, it opens up a plethora of opportunities with Apple releasing open source models and enhancing developer tools with AI capabilities. That sounds like a big shift for Apple. Can you tell us more about the decision to move resources from their electric vehicle project to Gen AI? Certainly. The cessation of Apple's electric vehicle project and the subsequent reassignment of some staff members to Gen AI initiatives is a clear indicator of where the company sees its future growth. This move represents a significant reallocation of resources towards software and AI development over hardware-centric projects like EVs. It's a strategic choice that suggests Apple is prioritizing advancements in artificial intelligence as a core aspect of its future product ecosystem. Interesting point there. 
But hasn't Apple been somewhat slow in adopting Gen AI compared to others? Why is that? Yes, that's correct. Unlike other tech giants who have been quick to deploy AI technologies publicly, Apple has adopted a more cautious approach, focusing first on internal applications before rolling out customer-facing ones. This deliberate strategy allows them to ensure that when they do introduce these technologies, they're polished and align with their reputation for privacy and security. It's a contrast that highlights how different companies approach innovation and market introduction. And what about the enhancements they're planning using Gen AI? How will these impact users? These planned enhancements are quite exciting. With upgrades slated for Siri and Spotlight using Gen AI models for better query handling and conversational abilities, users can expect significantly improved interactions with their devices. Furthermore, AI-powered features such as keynote presentations, Apple Music playlists tailored to individual tastes, and coding suggestions in Xcode point towards a broad application of Gen AI across Apple's ecosystem making technology more intuitive and integrated into daily life. What can you tell us about Apple's contributions to research in this area? Apple has been actively contributing to the academic community around general artificial intelligence through papers on various applications of Gen AI technologies. Additionally, they've released open source models like Ferret and MGIE, which not only underscores their commitment to advancing AI technology, but also supports broader innovation by making these tools available for other developers. It seems like catching up on Gen AI is also quite an investment for them. Absolutely. With reports suggesting an annual investment of $1 billion into catching up with competitors on Gen AI, including proprietary models like Ajax and an internal chatbot named Apple GPT, Apple is making clear its intention to be at the forefront of AI technology application in consumer technology. Lastly, Paige, there are rumors about hardware upgrades specifically designed for enhanced AI processing. Yes, indeed. The rumored upgrades in the iPhone 16 model's neural engines aim at bolstering AI processing capabilities directly within devices. This suggests an integrated approach where both software capabilities through general artificial intelligence are enhanced by superior processing power within the hardware, a balance critical for delivering on the promises of next-generation user experiences. Fascinating insights as always. That was PocketPod News technology analyst Paige Owens. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Jonathan. It was great diving into these developments together. Taiwan's startup ecosystem is poised for a transformation under the leadership of Lai Ching-te. Absolutely. With his presidency beginning in May, there's a wave of optimism among entrepreneurs. They're expecting policies that could really push Taiwan's economic needle forward, especially in cutting-edge sectors like deep tech and EVs. To dig deeper into what Lai Ching-te's presidency could mean for startups in Taiwan, we're joined by PocketPod News visiting business analyst Anthony Byers. Anthony, how significant is this shift for Taiwan's economy? and its global positioning. It's quite significant, Jonathan. Lai Ching-te's presidency marks a pivotal moment for Taiwan, especially within the startup ecosystem. His election is seen as a positive development by the startup community, largely because of the expectations that his administration will implement progressive policies aimed at enhancing Taiwan's economic competitiveness on a global scale. Lai, with his background as a doctor, brings a unique perspective to the presidency, emphasizing improving people's lives through technology and innovation. This approach could be particularly beneficial in bolstering sectors like deep tech and electric vehicles, which are crucial for Taiwan's long-term economic sustainability. That sounds promising for local entrepreneurs. Could you elaborate on the specific measures Lai has pledged to support startups? 
Absolutely. One of the key promises made by Lai during his campaign was an investment of 150 billion NTD, which is about 4.7 billion USD into Taiwan startups. This commitment is reminiscent of successful funding models observed in South Korea and Japan, where governmental support plays a crucial role in nurturing the startup ecosystem. However, the effectiveness of such an investment in Taiwan will largely depend on how these funds are distributed. There are existing challenges like lengthy review processes for foreign investments that could potentially hinder quick access to these promised funds. Speaking of challenges, raising capital seems to be a major hurdle for Taiwanese startups. Indeed, raising capital at growth stages remains a significant challenge due to regulatory hurdles and limited access to funds. A notable strategy employed by many Taiwanese entrepreneurs to circumvent these obstacles is registering their companies offshore to attract international investors. A recent report highlighted that 44.3% of startups identified lack of access to funds as their biggest challenge. With Taiwan's small domestic market, how critical are policies that support global expansion for these startups. Policies geared towards global expansion are vital. The new southbound policy aims at facilitating expansion into South Asia and Southeast Asia. However, entrepreneurs believe more comprehensive support is required. For startups in Taiwan to truly thrive and compete on an international stage, they need not just financial backing but also strategic guidance and resources from the government to navigate overseas markets effectively. And what about job creation within this ecosystem? Creating quality jobs within innovative sectors is undoubtedly a priority under Lai's administration. There's a strong emphasis on supporting industries such as electric vehicles where Taiwan already has or can further develop competitive advantages. By focusing on these sectors, Lai aims not only to bolster job creation, with one promise being the creation of 20,000 startup jobs, but also ensure long-term growth and sustainability for Taiwan's economy. It certainly seems like there's both excitement and anticipation from Taiwan's startup community regarding what lies ahead under President Lai Ching-te's leadership. Precisely, Jonathan. While there are hurdles such as funding access and regulatory challenges that need addressing, the overall sentiment is optimistic. If Lai Ching-te's administration delivers on its promises effectively, we could see substantial growth in Taiwan's startup ecosystem, fostering innovation not just locally, but also marking its presence more strongly on the global stage. Thank you for those insights, Anthony. Thanks for having me, Jonathan. In the ever-evolving landscape of artificial intelligence, one story grabbing headlines is Klarna's new AI-powered customer service chatbot. Right, this chatbot is quite the talk of the tech world. It's been handling a whopping 66% of customer support chats in just its first four weeks. And here's the kicker. It's doing the work equivalent to 700 human agents. This announcement comes nearly two years after Klarna laid off about 700 employees, which has sparked a lot of debate. To dive deeper into this, we're joined by PocketPod news business and finance correspondent Scott Dwyer. Scott, there's a lot to unpack here about AI's impact on jobs and how society adjusts to these technological shifts. Absolutely. Uh, Jonathan, Klarna's recent announcement about their new AI-powered customer service chatbot is indeed a pivotal moment in the ongoing conversation about artificial intelligence and its role in the workforce. What's particularly noteworthy is that this chatbot powered by OpenAI technology has significantly improved customer service efficiency for Klarna. 
In just the first four weeks after its launch, it handled 66% of all customer support chats, amounting to roughly 2.3 million chats. This level of efficiency not only demonstrates the practical applications of AI in business operations, but also suggests a future where such technology could replace a significant portion of human labor in certain sectors. That's quite impressive. But how does this AI chatbot compare to human customer service agents? Well, according to Klarna's CEO, Sebastian Shimietkowski, the performance of this AI chatbot has matched and in some instances exceeded that of their human counterparts. It's resolving issues faster and reducing the need for customers to make repeat inquiries. This comparison underscores potential efficiencies and cost savings businesses can achieve through AI, challenging traditional models of staffing for customer service. With that level of efficiency, I can imagine there might be concerns regarding job security among employees. How has Klarna addressed these concerns? Yes, you're right. The timing of these developments raised eyebrows since it came nearly two years after Klarna laid off around 700 employees. The public reaction was mixed when Simiatkowski highlighted an AI doing the work equivalent to 700 people. However, Klarna was quick to clarify that their workforce reduction was not directly related to their implementation of AI technologies, but rather due to broader operational adjustments within the company. And what about the societal implications? This seems like a larger conversation beyond just one company's layoffs. Indeed it is. Simitkowski himself acknowledges the broader societal implications of integrating such advanced AI into business operations. He advocates for a transparent discussion on how society can adapt to these changes, indicating an understanding that technological advancements bring efficiencies, but also require thoughtful consideration regarding their impact on employment and societal norms. So what does all this mean for the future then? The situation with Klarna serves as a case study for the ongoing dialogue about balancing technological progress with its social implications, especially concerning employment. While advancements like Klarna's AI-powered chatbot represent significant strides in operational efficiency, they also remind us of the need for careful consideration about how we integrate these technologies into our societies and economies in ways that don't leave people behind. It's clear there are no simple answers, but starting these conversations is essential. Thanks for providing such insightful analysis today. Thank you for having me, Jonathan. It's been a pleasure discussing these important issues with you. And that's The Daily Scoop for Thursday, February 29th, 2024. I'm Jonathan Martin. And I'm Steve Onsker. Thank you for listening, Richard. We hope you have a good day and we will see you tomorrow. This podcast was created by PocketPod entirely with AI. If you'd like to learn more, head over to PocketPod.app.